turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Giving listeners new reasons to talk back to their radios. This is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. We love hanging with this guy because when he's on the show, he makes us look really, really cool. It is Pastor Greg Laurie all the way from California. Pastor, how are you? Damn great. Great to be with you guys. Yeah, we always look so much better when you're on with us. So if you could be on with us more often, we would appreciate that. Sure, anytime. You just call me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we wanted to catch up with you because it, it's been a year since we visited with you. And at that point, uh, you guys had started streaming. Cl- uh, churches in California started closing yeah. down. It was crazy town. Yeah. And and then we got it, right? It went crazy mm-hmm. down the pandemic. And in fact, Dan and I are still working from from home, but we wanted to catch up with you guys. And also yesterday I read that uh, California lifted the mandatory uh, capacity limits for churches. So let's talk about catching up with you guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. You know, we're, we have been online for a while now, you know, basically a year. It's at harvest.org. We have a weekend service called a harvest at home, but we've also opened our church live in person services both inside and outside, and people are starting to come back to church. You know, uh, like a lot of churches, a good chunk of our congregation did not return even when we opened up for live services, but Mm -hmm. they're finally coming back again, and we're meeting a lot of new people, and just last Sunday was the closest thing we've had to what I would classify as sort of a normalish feeling worship service again, and it felt great to just be with God's people, worshiping the Lord, uh, teaching the Word of God. I mean, this is what I love to do. Hmm. How was your uh, Easter service this year? A little, little different from last year, I would imagine. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good, very good. And uh, of course, last Easter we weren't having a service. Yeah, and at least in person. So it was wonderful to see so many folks showing up for church. But even this last Sunday, which is sometimes a slump. Believe it or not, there's a post-Easter slump in churches. You think I can't it'd be believe the opposite. <laughs> but for us, it wasn't a slump at all. In fact, it was our best Sunday of the year, second only to Easter. So <clears throat> I think a lot of people are wanting to get back in church again. I think a lot of the things that we took for granted, we yeah. want again. As an mm-hmm. example, kids in school. I have a granddaughter. She wants to go to school because she misses it. And I think a lot of people who take church for granted are wanting to go to church again, and they should. Hmm. And and it's great to be worshiping with the Lord, uh, worshiping the Lord together. But for those that can't come for whatever reason, uh, you know, we have this service called Harvest at Home, where we effectively bring the service to them. Pastor Greg Laurie, uh, you can go to harvest.org, and he, of course, the host of A New Beginning. You hear that here at Faith Talk Atlanta. You bring up a great point about uh, meeting uh, together. I remember in the beginning we were talking with you, and you talked about streaming and how many numbers of folks uh, just uh, locked on to your services. And from that point on, when we would talk to all kinds of pastors, mega church pastors, medium, small, we said, you know what? 
Pastor Greg Laurie is streaming, and these are the numbers. I mean, folks are just latching on. But yeah, it's time to get back into uh, the sanctuaries, auditoriums, whatever you call them, uh, to just worship uh, together. You, you brought up a point about your granddaughter wanting to go back to school, you know, through this whole last year. We've learned a lot, haven't we? We've gone through an election, uh, which was kind of crazy town for us and with the pandemic yeah. and and uh, could, couldn't find toilet paper, et cetera. What do you think spiritually as the church, what do you think we gleaned from this time? Uh, you did bring up about folks hungry to get back to together. What do you think we gleaned from all this? Well, it depends who you talk to. Um, I think crazy people got crazier. And I think, uh, you know, and I've had some people leave our church over what I would think are really second tier and third tier issues. Uh, mm. And then I've seen other people that I think they've only deepened in their faith. So I think in some ways it's kind of revealed some things. But, but be that as it may, uh, I think it's, you know, it's again kind of a reminder of the things maybe we've taken for granted and wanting to do those again, like just, you know, going out to a nice restaurant with some friends, uh, even a funky restaurant with some friends. It's not even about the food. Sometimes it's about getting together and, and, you know, and, and honestly, I'm so tired of all these draconian lockdown measures. Mm. And, and I think it's time just, you know, for us to get out again and start functioning as a country. But um, coming back to what you said earlier about the, the, people that responded, you know, we had 150,000 people make a profession of faith to follow Christ in this last year. And so that was amazing. And just for any pastors who are listening, just Christians in general, really what we do is no matter what my topic is right now, I'm teaching through the book of Revelation. But whatever my topic is, I always add an invitation for people to come to Christ. I share a simple gospel message uh, and then I give them the opportunity to believe in Jesus. And that's why we're seeing that response. So I would encourage all of my pastor friends out there, you know, throw the net. And by that, I mean, Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you a fisher of men. You know, give people the opportunity to come to Christ. Mm. Uh, people are literally waiting for the invitation. As that man uh, from Ethiopia said to Philip, uh, when they were looking at a scripture and the man from Ethiopia didn't understand it, I'm uh, mentioning a scripture in Acts. He, the man said, how can I know unless someone shows me the way? Mm-hmm. Literally, people are waiting for a Christian to show them the way to God. That's us. Now, you, you said you're uh, preaching through Revelation right now, yeah. which, uh, boy, what a time to be preaching through Revelation. And yeah. people see things and think, oh, this could be this part of Revelation and this part. Yeah. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we uh, started the broadcast here uh, about, you know, people who get kind of this conspiracy theory stuff going. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure you've had people say, oh, well, the mark of the beast, that could be this vaccination or that could be this. How much right. of that do you get? And what do you tell these people? Well, basically, uh, these crazy theories uh, that people come up with, they, they, it's because they don't know their Bibles. Okay, yeah. so number one, there's coming a world leader on the scene. The Bible calls him the Antichrist, the Beast. He'll be a charismatic peacemaker, but in reality, he's a troublemaker. He, If Satan had a son, this would be him. And so he comes with this wicked agenda. And part of that agenda is no man can buy or sell without his mark. Now, you know, a hundred years ago, how could we even conceive of 
people having a mark and one person having all that data and information at their fingertips. So we don't even have to make a case for that anymore. The tech is here. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just watching an advertisement for a website where now you can just wave your hand. Uh, you don't have to pull out your wallet and it scans you and you can make your purchase. Of course, we, we read about computer chips being implanted in brains. I think Elon Musk is exploring that technology. So the tech is here. Okay, having said that, when the beast comes on the scene, the Antichrist, you won't be able to buy or sell without this mark. All right, so number one, the Antichrist is not here. So any ideas about this as the mark is ridiculous. There's no Antichrist on the scene yet, number one. Number two, when people take the mark, they will know they're taking the mark because they have to also pledge allegiance to this leader, this Antichrist. Uh, so it's something that's very clear. In addition to this, we read about an angel flying through the heavens, warning people, don't take the mark of the beast. Okay, so, and then one last thing. Antichrist can't even be revealed till the Lord comes for his church and catches us up to heaven. So if you think you know who the Antichrist is, and you know what the mark is. Congratulations, you missed the rapture. <laughs> but of course, I'm being facetious because no one knows. So the, the short answer to your question is, no, the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. Good stuff. Pastor Greg Laurie, uh, Harvest, you can go to harvest.org. In fact, uh, this morning I was listening to Who is the Antichrist, which I think was last Sunday's message or the Sunday before. I'm not sure, but it's yeah. uh, a really good. I haven't finished it, but I am going to finish it when we get off uh, here. All right, uh, Pastor Greg, let's talk a little bit about this book. Uh, it is a brand new bio that you've put out. In fact, I was it today? That there it is right there. I'm holding it. It, it was released yesterday. yesterday. Yes, it's called Billy Graham, The Man I Knew. And, uh, you know, pretty much everything I learned about evangelism, or I know about evangelism, I learned from Billy Graham. Hmm. It was the gold standard of evangelists, and it was my privilege to know him as a friend as he was sort of ending his evangelistic ministry, I was beginning mine. I was in my late 30s, and Billy reached out to me and asked me to help him with illustrations for his sermons because he wanted to connect to a younger audience. So this gave me the opportunity to spend a lot of time with him and to observe him preaching, but to be with him privately, have meals with him, do things with him. Then he asked me to be in his board of directors, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I've been on that board over 25 years now. So I just thought this is a man that was used by God in such a singular way, but there's a whole generation that doesn't know who he is. Mm -hmm. You know, he's sort of like a one-dimensional character, like Abraham Lincoln on a $5 bill. So I wanted to do a different take on the life of Billy. I wanted to show his humor. I wanted to show what he was like in person. And and there's a lot of things I learned by hanging out with him. You know, a lot of things I learned on leadership, a lot of things I learned on just being a Christian. Be, and I would say without hesitation, you guys, that Billy was the most godly man I ever met. You know, he didn't walk on water, mm -hmm. but he really practiced what he preached. And there were not two Billys, a public Billy and a private Billy. He mm -hmm. was the same guy off stage as he was on stage. And so I wanted to tell a story to a generation that doesn't know it in a different way. And secondly, I share a lot of my personal adventures with him and what I learned from him. Now, obviously, without giving the book away, can you give us just a, a, a great personal recollection of a time that you spent with Billy that just really stood out to you? 
Sure. Um, uh, well, okay, this is kind of a funny story. Yeah. So I was with them at a board meeting, and um, after the meeting was over, I said, Billy, if you need any help with your upcoming messages, just call me. He said, okay. So I went back to my hotel room. It's like 10 o'clock at night, and the phone rings, and, and it's my friend Dennis Agajanian calling who does a great Billy Graham imitation. And he often would call me as Billy saying, hello, Greg, this is Billy Graham. And, you know, and I knew it was Dennis. So Dennis calls and goes, hello, Greg, this is Billy Graham. And I said, and I know it's Dennis. I said, well, hello, Billy Graham. How are you? And I'm literally flipping the channels on my TV in my room. And he's saying, well, I just wanted to talk to you. I said, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just clicking, waiting for him to say, it's Dennis. And then he says, and I would like some help with my messages. And I'm clicking, and I thought, wait, I didn't tell this to Dennis. I'm talking to Billy Graham, and I'm blowing him off right now. So I thought, oh, yes, Billy, sorry, uh, how can I help you? And so that, that was kind of a funny moment. But, uh, you know, he was just a down-to-earth guy. You know, when you were with him, he didn't talk about himself. You know, I've met some people, even preachers sometimes, that love to talk about themselves. Billy would always ask you about you, mm. and he really was interested in what you had to say. Love that. Pastor Greg Laurie, check out the book. It is uh, Billy Graham. It's a biography. It's called The Man I Knew. Did you ever share that story with him? I'm I'm trying to think if I did or not. Um, I, I may have, but I don't recall if I did or not. But he would <laughs> smile. You know, he, 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 was a, he was a fun-loving guy, and, and he— um, so he was, uh, he loved humor, you know, sure. And a lot to learn from him for in yeah. leadership, preaching, evangelism, just personal, you know, it, wow, what a man. Hey, you can go to uh, harvest.org. In fact, if you give a donation, uh, they'll send that book out to you. But you can also get, if you want to get it uh, a little bit quicker, you can go to Amazon yeah. and check it out. It's harvest.org. Billy Graham, the man I knew. Pastor Greg, uh, always a great time with you. Uh, we cherish the time. Thank you for for your heart, your ministry, your family, uh, and your staff. Blessings to you. Thank you, guys. God bless you. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. 